Welcome to the Amplify Clearwater Show, powered by 13th Avenue Media. We are very excited to take you on a journey to learn more about the incredible businesses, nonprofits, and community leaders that are here in Clearwater and Clearwater Beach. If you feel so inclined, please share this with somebody who might also enjoy it, subscribe, and write a review. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Amplified Clearwater Show. I'm Sharon Feckety, the founder of 13th Avenue Media. And as always, I have the lovely Amanda Payne by my side, president and CEO of Amplified Clearwater. Say hello to the audience, Amanda. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We are very excited today to talk to Julia Casino, who is the director of marketing and events for the Beachside Hospitality Group. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So my first question to you is, because I did get a little hint of this before we hit record today, was how long have you been with this incredible company? I have been here since pretty much the inception. I have started out with this company as a host. It was my very first job. I have kind of seen what's on the other side and I have no reason to leave. I love this company and everything that they stand for and and what they do and um, so I've been around. I'm here for the long haul. I love it. And you know, um, Amanda doesn't know this yet, but she's going to soon. When your child gets their first job, which my stepson is starting his first day tonight in a restaurant, you never know what can happen. Look at yeah. you. I mean, you're still there. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I understand yeah. that you you live in Clearwater? Um, I actually live in Palm Harbor, but I am born and raised right here in Pinellas County and went to Dunedin High School. So this is, Clearwater Beach has always been in my life, even from a baby. So I, I've watched this, this beach community completely thrive. So it's been, it's been really great to kind of be a part of it from my beginnings. Yeah. So tell us about that. So tell us about um, this wonderful group. Tell us all of, I know that you have a new location that's opening and you guys do so much in philanthropy, but I think the audience wants to know a little bit about just the restaurants themselves and maybe um, what it's been like for you guys going through this challenging time. Sure, sure. So absolutely. Um, So for those of you who don't know, we are Beachside Hospitality Group. We currently oversee 11 restaurants throughout the state. Um, As far as Pinellas County is concerned, we have four open restaurants. Those are all located on Clearwater Beach. So it's Krabby's Dockside right at the roundabout, um, Krabby's Bar and Grill, which is located right along Beach Walk. We have Salty's Island Bar and Grill, which is closer to the South Beach end of the beach. And then our newest one on Clearwater Beach is the Salty Crab Bar and Grill North Beach. And that is obviously on the North Beach end of Clearwater Beach. Um, We also have locations in Fort Myers Beach, Daytona Beach, Fort Pierce, and then St. Cloud. So we're kind of from sunrise to sunset as far as the state is concerned. We're pretty much everywhere. And we did just sign off on our 11th location, which is the old Gators Cafe and Saloon in Treasure Island. So that is going to be opened and um, we've kind of in the process of kind of revamping it and giving it some life because it's been sitting, it's been sitting around for a little bit. Um, So that's going to reopen in April. So very soon. Uh, And that's going to be Krabby's on the pass. 
Um, so it's just, this past year has been a challenge for- yeah, well, I feel like we're, we're getting an exclusive here, Amanda. <laughs> I was just talking about what are they gonna do with Gators? And so excited to know that it's going to be yours. That's wonderful, yeah. great location. Um, you all must be really excited about that. Congrats. It's, yeah, thank you. Thank you. We're very excited about that one. So tell us a little bit about what it's been like through these times for you and the business. Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to begin. Um, this has kind of been just completely uncharted territories. And I know everybody says that and, and it really is true. Nobody really knows what each day is going to bring. And for us, we're looking at, I think, this exact time last year was when everything kind of came to a halt and, and, you know, our brand before everything kind of shut down, before we got that note from the governor that we need to stop everything, we collectively made a decision. Let's get ahead of this. We, first and foremost, our staff is the number one thing for us. We obviously can't run a successful restaurant if you don't have a team that is happy to be there and that is comfortable working in the environment that they're working in. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that our staff knew this is a situation. We want you guys to be safe. Obviously, we want you to be able to make money. But if you're not well and you're sick, we can't do that. And so we made the decision to close. And then I want to say hours later, we got the note that everything needs to shut down. And, you know, we watched some of our fellow restaurants kind of you know, work this through this by doing to goes and offering everything they could to, to keep their doors open. And for us, it was just making sure that our staff was taken care of. So we kept our doors closed for almost 45 days. Wow. Um, in that time, we managed Easter happened and, and we had hundreds of staff, hundreds of employees. I mean, you're talking almost 500 employees throughout the state that were without work. And our CEO, Greg, made it a point that we went and our management team were in-house preparing meals every Sunday so that our employees could come to the location. Everyone had their masks on, everyone was safe and everything was socially distanced um, because nobody really knew what, what was going to happen. And so every Sunday, our employees were able to come and we gave them meals to feed up to a family of six. Obviously, if there are more members in their family. So it wasn't just our employees. It was taking care of our employees plus their extended families. Um, so, you know, we've been very fortunate in that. Um, Can I take a pause for a moment? Yeah, there? absolutely. I want to really recognize what I just heard. Um, Amanda, did you know that they were doing this? I did. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. I mean, it's pretty, really, really, I'm just really proud. So I, I didn't want to just pass over that. I think that that was an incredible, thoughtful decision to make for the entire team to take care of them, because that's really what it's all about is taking care of each other. So that speaks volumes as to who you are working for. So yeah, for sharing that with us. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Sorry. No, they, they really are. And I will kind of veer off to the side. It's, they're incredible people. And so to not only close your doors for 45 days to have zero income coming in and, and still essentially have bills that need to be paid, um, but to then put money into your employees and, and, and make sure that they're 
you know, taken care of and that they have food in their refrigerator because everybody saw how difficult it was for employees to receive unemployment during that time frame. So to make sure and to try and do as much as we financially could to, to take care of them, it, it, it's not something that surprises me with this company. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to work for a company that truly cares about all of the people that they work for, whether you're a dishwasher to a manager, it's all the same playing field. We, we take care of our own. So so what was it like then when you um, all made the decision to reopen? Because it really is like a time of reflection, I think, for all of us, um, seeing that we've, we've come through a full year um, navigating through this pandemic and, and all of the issues and all of the losses of jobs that people have suffered. It's, it's nice to hear a, a story like this one where um, people first, right? We have to take care of our people first. So what, um, what was it like then to reopen? I'm sure it was a slow process. So, you know, it, it kind of was, I want to say that it was somewhat of a slow process, but I think everybody was kind of just sitting around waiting. It was more of a hurry up and wait. So when we got the green light that, hey, we can open and we can open safely and here's the, the steps that we can take, it was, everyone was ready to go. And so, you know, that also ties into the fact that Amanda and her team were so transparent with everything because everybody was receiving information multiple times a day and nobody knew what, what are we supposed to follow? Who are we supposed to be listening to? Did you read this? Well, then this came in and it was just, you received so much information that at a certain point you kind of just shut down because you don't know, you don't know who you're supposed to be following. So it really, the work that Amanda and her team did during that time frame to keep the communication lines open truly helped us get back to opening our doors to to bringing our team back in so they were able to work again and and trying to you know see the community open up again so you know thank you to you Amanda for everything you guys have done it, it really truly helped us more than I can say and Amanda what was that like I mean I know um, I know how we've had so many discussions about silver linings but um, back in those days, back in March, back in April, communicating with all of the businesses and, and communicating all the information as you were getting it. What, what was that like for you and, and for Julia through Amplify? Well, for us, it was much you know, um, drinking from a fire hose. You know, if I could akin it to anything, it would be, you know, there was, as Julia said, there was just so much information coming in and we had to really sift through it. And I think that's what we saw our role as, is what is necessary? How can we digest this and give it to our businesses in a condensed way that makes sense in a way they can digest it? And it's direct to the point. There's no, not too much information because you know you, you were you were just receiving constant information. Some of it was accurate, some of it wasn't. Some pieces of it were right, some pieces weren't. So you had to kind of shift through what was right, what wasn't. And then really narrow that for our businesses and what was important to our businesses from the, e the economic and injury disaster loans to you know, the SBA grant to you know, unemployment. I mean, we were helping people get unemployment, right? That, that, couldn't, you know, that couldn't get through the process because the process was so challenging um, to the PPP funding. I mean, I remember learning more about the PPP loan and funding process than I ever imagined I would but it was so we could be a resource for our businesses because that's our role, you know, immediately before um, doing this podcast, we were just hosting a, a webinar with the SBA 
um, on hurricane and disaster relief information as it relates to, to ETA. So, you know, that, that's who we are. That's what we're supposed to do is be there as a re resource for our community. And then as we knew we were reopening, you know, looking at, to our business to say, how can we help you? You know, informing that um, recovery, that business reopen and recovery task force. Um, how can we help you? What is it that you need? What can we do as a chamber? What can local government do to help assist you? I mean, that's, that's where it's easiest, where we can be flexible at home and help our businesses get back on their, their feet, put their employees back to work, which really gets our community up and thriving again, right? Um, and if you've been to the beach in the last few days, you know that we're up and thriving again. So, you know, yeah. what a wonderful turnaround just 12 months later um, to be where we are today. So we, but it is a testament to our beach. It's a testament to our owners and our operators, Beachside Hospitality Group for not only for what they did for their employees, right? That, that creates such a sense of loyalty and commitment to your organization and to Beachside Hospitality Group to have that type of family that not only supports you, but is there for you throughout that type of challenging time to then, you know, they're there when you're, when the doors are opened again, right? And you're able to get back on your feet faster because of that commitment to your team. And it's just been wonderful to watch our community just come back to life and recover faster than many around this nation are. So fast forward to now, and it is uh, hopping, as you said, I rode my bicycle through Clearwater Beach and I do always enjoy the outside entertainment that your restaurant provides at that roundabout because that's where yes. I'm going. I always stop and listen, it's always so good. People are always having such a great time. So what is it like today? What is life like today for your organization? You know, I, I would like to be able to say that it is back to business as usual, but um, it, it's, it's our new normal. And, and I know that everybody says that a lot, but, but it's true. It's, it's, it's knowing that these are the steps that need to be taken to make sure that our guests feel comfortable because yes, we want our employees to feel comfortable, but they've, they've kind of gotten into a really great rhythm of, of how their job now works. And, and so now our, our focus is making sure our guests feel comfortable because Clearwater Beach is still a big destination area and people have spent an entire year cooped up and now they're ready to, to get out. And, and what better place than to be outside socially distanced on the beach with this beautiful water. So it's, it's, um, it's challenging, but, but it's definitely not something that's too challenging. It's just finding new ways to make things work, whether that be keeping the tables distance, but adding more tables to areas that we wouldn't have utilized beforehand. Um, it's just, it's just making those small little changes so that our guests feel comfortable. So they continue to come back because yes, while the beach is the main destination, they're there, they still have to eat. They still have to drink. They still have hotels they have to stay at. So we want them to feel comfortable whether they're at their hotel or on the beach or at the restaurant, whether that be an inside or an outside situation. So it's, um, it's, you know, it's, it's something that we're working on and, and who knows next week, it might be something completely different. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Well, we're all getting used to those challenges and changes and being, you know, quick on our feet to pivot a little bit. And I'm sure in your role of director of marketing and events, you're used to being creative. So I'm not worried about you. That's for sure. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the philanthropic um, ventures that your organization participates in? I know it is vast. Yes, it is very vast. It's, um, it is something that has always been a top priority for us. Um, it's, 
it's about giving back within the community. And there are, I, I want to be able to name all of them, but I feel like there are so many through, through the past, even five or six years that we have worked with and organizations that are, are so um, amazing to be able to partner with. And I think some of our top ones are the National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. That is a, a big thing for us. And there's things that we learn along the way. Um, our last donation to them, we across the board, our restaurants will band together. We'll host some type of month-long benefiting event where for every certain drink sold, we'll match a dollar. Um, and then we'll run that across the board. And last year, excuse me, 2019, I don't really count 2020 as a real year. (laughs) In 2019, we were able to donate um, just a little bit over $8,300 to the organization. Um, And we found out that that will cover all of the trial costs associated for one child for a year. Um, Just to just when that puts that into perspective, you know that your money is going to a great cause, but to really truly know that we've fully funded all the trials for, for, for one child. Um, that's been great. Clearwater for Youth is another big organization within the Clearwater community that we've worked with in the past. Um, and I wanna say to date since 2014 or 15, we've donated almost $100,000 to local charities. Um, we always make it a point to make sure it is something within our communities. Um, everybody donates to those big name brands, but it's those smaller, you know, grassroots efforts that are really important to us. Um, And right now our location in Fort Pierce is doing um, a benefit event, believe it or not, even through this that we're going through, we are still working to to help out an organization in that area that helps um, homeless veterans get back on their feet and get jobs. So it's just, it's, it's been amazing because that's never a question. It's it's what month are we going to do this and which charities are we going to pick this year? It's 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 never been a question of can we do this? It's how often can we do this? And that's that's a true testament to to Greg and to our entire upper level team that that is something huge to them, that's near and dear to their heart. And and now we're finally at a point where we can look at bringing on some new partners. So that's, that's always been like, I I get so excited about that because it's just, it's such a great thing to see an organization do and to see a company do because it's not often that that happens so consistently. And so to be able to be a part of that is, has been really, really just, uh, my heart gets so excited every time we talk about it. Well, that is so nice. I mean, isn't that just the best part of being involved in business is that we have this opportunity to help people that are in need. So to use your platform for good, you know, should be um, complimented. So thank you for all you do. We certainly need all the help that we can get when it comes to all of those wonderful ventures that you're involved in um, philanthropically. Amanda, I will let you um, close it out today. Is there anything, I know that you've had a long-standing Amplified Clearwater and the Chambers had a long-standing relationship with this great organization. So what do you have to say about this fantastic beachside hospitality group? 
Well, what I'd like to say, you know, Julia pointed out all of the organizations that they help and that they will donate, they give money to, right? And they, they do different fundraisers for, but I also want to say kudos to their management team because not only they say we'll raise money for these organizations, but they allow their employees to participate as well. And sometimes we don't realize how important that, that participation is for our organizations from a volunteer standpoint. In many of our organizations, Amplify Clearwater being one, we can't do it with just our team. We need our volunteers. And volunteers are so important. And Beachside Hospitality Group says to their team, go do your thing, go get involved, go give of your time and allows them to give of their time that would normally be in an office setting or you know, be at one of their locations to give of their time also back to organizations that they care about. And Julie only mentioned a few. I mean, obviously they're involved with their chambers of commerce and all the locations that they operate in. Um, Rotary clubs, I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to Jason Zelenak here. Um, for those of you who may not be aware, Jason Zelenak was the chair of um, the Clearwater Beach Chamber and really was a leader in our community and one of those driving forces to making the, to making the merger, the unification happen and for the existence of Amplify Clearwater today. So really the leadership, Beachside Hospitality really cultivates leaders in my, among our community. Um, and it's just a wonderful thing to watch and be a part of. And Julia has been such a kind resource to me from my from my first beginnings at the Clearwater Beach Chamber to today um, and her entire team, Greg and the entire team have been so wonderful and so kind. So I'm very grateful for their personal support, for their support of our organization and our community in general. Well, there you go. We're all having some warm hearts now. <laughs> no, really, we're so excited. And now, you know, there's so many people visiting here because Florida um, and Clearwater Beach and Clearwater especially have done such a great job opening responsibly making sure that everybody's wearing their mask and socially distancing. And um, we're sure to have some good times throughout this wonderful weather that we're experiencing. And maybe other states aren't. Sorry, guys. Come to Clearwater. Well, thank you so much, Julia, for joining us. We really, um, really proud to hear uh, your stories, not just of philanthropy, but also about how your upper level management team is taking care of the people that matter most, which is your team. So thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. Amanda, I always love seeing you and sharing. It was so nice to get to know you. So thank you so much for having me today. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. And we'd love for you to share it with somebody else who might be interested in learning more about Clearwater and Clearwater Beach. To learn more about sponsorship, please reach out to Jennifer Burrow. Her email address is Jenny, J-E-N-I, at AmplifyClearwater.com. Thank you. Thank you.